0: Shine forth You dwell between the cherubim Shine forth You dwell between the cherubim Shine forth You dwells between the i oh, post
1: this long so disdain everything that is below you That is not in at your level, at your level of life, to find a distaste for earthly things, for worldly things. Help our soul. Help us to repent of our ways, and Lord, to desire the upward way, the heavenly way, the way of faith, the way of grace, the way of mercy. Help our soul. Find the way out.
0: Amen.
1: The way out of flesh. Yeah. Out of the carnal kind of life. Out of the low life. The mundane and the vain. That which is passing away. That which is corrupt. This world, help our soul to find. To discern weight in the spirit of the soul. Amen. To discern the beauty of your life. Of the gracious way. Gracious way, way of life, part of life. Thank you. Grace to discern what the riches of the glory of your inheritance in the saints. Discern them, see them, choose the way of truth, choose the path of life. Help us this morning. Thank you, Lord. Today I ask that. You, by your mercy, come and bless us, speak to us. Come and meet us where we are. I pray that you take away every hindrance of mind, of thought, of heart, that want to stop us, Lord, from being blessed to the level you want to speak this morning. Lord, I pray you come and have a unique freedom in our midst today. Be as free, free, like you've never been before to speak, to speak your things. Lord, you have no respect to persons. You don't respect men. You don't respect what is man whose bread is in his nostrils. Father, may we not walk around our our program, our arrangement, because we are nothing. Have no respect unto us this morning. Come on now. Bring your own program, what you want to say, that which is burning in your heart, to declare to us. Help our heart, help me, Lord Jesus, to speak. I just wanna speak your word, caring about nothing, but just being able to fetch what you, your word for this generation, And if any man will hear what you have to say, if just one soul is willing to take it, Lord, that you will have mercy, Help us to hear, to hear your voice, to hear your counsel. Thank you, Holy Spirit. We want to flow with you. We come under you. We come with a heart of respect, a heart of res- reverence. You are, you are an Holy Ghost. You are not like other spirits. You have a, there's a price to you. You were paid for. You are here at a great privilege to us. So we honor you. In this moment, we, don't, we won't dishonor you with our business of our hearts and of not being fully aligned to your voice and open to your ministry. Help our heart to discern you, to hallow you, to, to take everything which you bring as priceless, as holy, as important this morning. May our hearts fall, in, fall, fall into the posture. To receive the kind of blessing you want to bring to us today thank you my father we give you glory heavens let it be open give us grace to cooperate with ministering spirits to minister unto us thank you we give you glory we bless your holy name in jesus name we pray amen, amen. praise god Thank you. Good morning. Um, Please say hello to someone. So you're welcome. Praise God. I'm happy to see you. (coughs) Thank you. I hope it's not too cold for you guys. Last few days has been a bit cold, eh? You are, too, you are too hot, you have too much spirit, so. the cold. <laughs> means nothing. Amen, thank you. Praise God. Are you ready for the word? Yes, Benjamin, thank you, I'm sorry I, I moved you into a world that you don't know.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was just pitying for him, he was trying to follow me. <laughs> Praise God, the Lord will give you more... Anointing. Amen. More grace. More spirit. Praise God. You will, you will hear the sound before it comes.
0: Amen.
1: In Jesus' name. Amen. Grace to flow with the Holy Ghost. Amen. Not just for you, for all your brethren as well. Amen. More skill to minister to the Lord. Praise God. Amen. Praise Jesus. It was a wonderful song just here this morning, but you know, I just needed help. There was no help coming. I tried my best. <laughs> you understand what I mean? Amen. Glory to God. Next time we just we'll sing it together. Amen. You don't you don't like that kind of song, that kind of flow. You like uh we like more rehearsal and uh,
0: then
1: that's another way to flow too. If we tarry there for some time, more things will, Will to minister to the Lord, you know, glory to God. So next time, don't be afraid, you can help me, you can sing too if you are. You might be able to pick the melody, the lyrics, praise God. You know, I'm not too skilled singing like that, you know, music, so everything is, when the lyric is coming, I'll forget it before next line, and then I will shift out of the melody and everything. You understand because <laughs> I'm not that skilled, like to hold a tune and everything. But the, the amen. amen, the Lord will give us more grace. Amen. To, just the song in my heart is just a, what was called, What I was saying as I was singing was just um, is a, a soul song, like to the to the Lord. Just it's a cry for. It's home. God. Praise God. And just a cry of, of the soul for his home. It's like a soul that is, that needs help, mercy, to find home. And that's that's the place where we are. We might not know it, but that's where our soul is. We don't. We need grace to find our home. But that home is where we have a master who is already found the way. Who is already who has gone home and he just needs to show our soul the way. So that that song is just a song singing to him to open up his his way, his gracious way, the way for the soul, for our soul to take journey as well in the spirit. Praise God. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Father. Um, Let's open our Bibles to Let's just let's read Joshua, Joshua, Joshua. Thank you. Christ oh, Jesus. You guys sing at home. Hmm? You sing sometimes. I would like to hear what you sing. Jane, why are you laughing? Who sings the most out of everybody? Van Mishay. So you mean Van Mishay has spiritual songs? Eh? No? Who is that? It's Tommy. Who should I believe now? <laughs> First chapter 1. Are you there? One. Praise God. Now, after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord speak unto Joshua the son of Norn, Moses' minister, saying, <clears throat> Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all these people, Praise God. Unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel, and every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you as I said unto Moses. So this is what he said to Moses. That that was, and this was actually the sort of promise that Moses was journeying with when he was taking the people. He began to see, brought them from Egypt, and began to take them through the wilderness. It means that Moses had this, this thing in his mind. Do you get that? That because the Lord had said that to him. And while he was, so they were in, he was conscious of that sense while the people were walking in the wilderness that we are not just walking, we are walking to take inheritance. It was, they are walking with kind of a, an empowered kind of, walk, their feet was not just ordinary, when they step on a place that place, there was something, there's a reaction with their feet and, their, and the land which they walk in, praise God
0: Hallelujah.
1: and so God said to Moses that every place that the sole of your foot shall, do, tread. shall tread upon that, that have I given unto you as I did what said unto Moses for, see verse 4, beginning from where? From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all of the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea, go toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Are you seeing? So... Even the entire wilderness terrain was, but we know that there was there is the land. So this is speaking about a bigger scope than the land which God swear to to their fathers to give to their fathers. Praise God, which is the promised land itself. Do you see that? About to get to the promised land, before they will get to the promised land, there's also places of walking. But what the Lord told Moses was that all of those places are actually places that I will, that I will give to you, so that you will take as a possession. From the, then from the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites, <laughs> And unto the great sea, toward the going down of the sun, shall be your coast. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so will I be with thee. I will not fail thee, nor do what? Forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their what? fathers to do what? To give them. Praise God. Be strong and of a good courage. For unto these people shall thou divide for what? An inheritance. He was speaking to who? To Joshua. Right? Um, Shall thou divide for an inheritance the land which I swear unto their fathers to give them, praise God. Only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do all according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee Turn not from it to the right hand or to the left, that thou mayest prosper whithersoever thou goest. And this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein and day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to what? To all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make thy way prosperous and then thou shalt have good success. Praise Jesus. Amen. Then well he kept speaking and then the people responded to him. Verse 16. Let's see. He says and they answered Joshua saying that what happened all That thou, what, commandest us, we will do. And whithersoever thou, what, sendest us, we will do what? We will go. Praise Jesus. Let's go to chapter... I think it was chapter... Chapter four, all right. Or chapter three, when they eventually passed. So let's let's read that chapter three. Verse 1, says, and Joshua rose up. Are you there? Joshua rose up early in the morning. And they removed from Shittim and came to Jordan. He and all the children of Israel and lodged there before they passed over. And it came to pass that the officers went through the host. And they commanded the people saying... When you see the ark of the covenant of the Lord your God and the priests, the Levites, bearing it, then shall, you shall remove from your place and go after it. Yet there shall be a space between you and it, verse 4. About two thousand cubits by measure, come not near unto it, that ye may know the way by which ye must go, for you have not passed this way here or heretofore, before you have not passed this way. And Joshua said unto the people, Sanctify yourselves, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among among you. And Joshua spake unto the priests, saying, Take up the ark of the covenant. And passed over before the people. And they took up the Ark of the Covenant and went before the people. And the Lord said unto Joshua, This day will I begin to magnify thee in the sight of all Israel, that they may know that as I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. And thou shalt command the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant, saying, When you come to the brink of the water of Jordan, you shall stand still in Jordan. And Joshua said unto the children of Israel, "Come hither and hear the words of the Lord, your God." And Joshua said, "Hereby you shall know that the word, uh, the living God, is where, and that He will, without fail, drive out from." Before you the Canaanites, and the Hittites, and the Hevites, and the Perizzites, and the and the Amorites, and the Jebusites. And behold, the ark of the covenant of the Lord of all the earth passeth over before you unto Jordan. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now therefore take you twelve men out of the tribes of Israel, out of every tribe a man. And it shall come to pass, as soon as the soles of the feet of the priests that bear the ark of the Lord of all the earth, shall rest in the waters of Jordan, verse 13, that the waters of Jordan shall be cut off from the waters that come down from above, and they shall stand upon an heap. And it came to pass, when the people removed from their tents to pass over Jordan, and the priests bearing the Ark of the Covenant before the people... And as they that bear the ark were come to Jordan and the feet of the priests that bear the ark were dipped in the brim of the water, for Jordan overflowed all its banks all the time of harvest, that the waters which came down from above stood and rose up and heaped very far from the city, Adam, that is beside Zaraton. And those that came down towards the sea of the plain, even the salt filled and were cut off and the people passed over right against Jericho. And the priests that bear the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord stood firm on dry ground in the midst of Jordan. And all the Israelites passed over on what? On dry ground until what happened? Until all the people were passed clean over Jordan. Praise God. So you're seeing this this is a miraculous, (laughs) a great miracle that the Lord did to make the people cross. So it's very clear that Jordan was what was stopping the Israelites from moving into the, the final ground of inheritance. You see that. Praise God. And so that the way that they will be able to pass through the that veil of the sea is through the priests who are the bearers of the ark. Right? So it was the, the priests were the actual people who parted Jordan. It wasn't the Israelites who parted Jordan. So this was quite different from it was and it wasn't Joshua who parted Jordan. It wasn't the Israelites who parted Jordan. It was the priests, you understand. It was different from Red Sea, that it was Moses. God told him, stretch your rod, right? And then he was able to buy the rod, a heart, and part the Red Sea. Praise God. So, so you can see clearly that the, 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 they had to go into the wilderness to the the wilderness was kind of a, it was an equipping place. It was a place for them to get equipped to receive the capacity for passing over the river, which which was the boundary, the veil, into the land of their inheritance. All right, I say the, the, the wilderness was the equipped point because the wilderness was where God gave the priesthood. Yes, sir. Do you see that? Yes, sir. Uh, the wilderness was where what? God, God gave uh-huh. the Was where God gave the priesthood. Now, if assuming that Moses was alive, it wasn't because Moses was dead. If Moses was alive, that rod stretching operation might not work. Most likely will not work for Jordan because Jordan was another thing, was another place entirely. Uh-huh. It doesn't respond to the stretching of the, of the rod. You know, that rod that was stretched was not ordinary, right? It was, there was the rod, or the staff, I don't know how you call it, of Moses, that has, it was a symbol of authority. You see it the same way he kept using it in Egypt when he went back, you know, to with the, the you know, he became a serpent, all of those things he was, he was using. So it was, a, was a, a symbol of authority. But the authority, it was a rod of Moses. So it wasn't just a powerful rod. It was a rod of Moses. Amen. Amen. And then that rod of Moses had something to do with the authority of the person of Moses. So it was actually by Moses' authority that the Red Sea parted. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. By Moses' authority, what happened? The Red, sea parted. the Red Sea parted by Moses' authority. So at that point, it didn't have... the, the Because the people, that, that Red Sea is like a first veil. The people hasn't, haven't developed enough upward stature to, for them to be able to make the sea, the Red Sea, to part. But there is a provision for parting that sea, which God put in their shepherd, Moses. Praise God. But for, for Jordan, Jordan was a different kind of, of river. Jordan was, um, in fact, Jordan was not a sea, Jordan was a river. There is a difference between a sea and the river, right? The river, I, don't, I saw the way they described it here, it was like a, it's like a connection, it's a flow, actually. They, they showed you where it was flowing from. It's actually, it, there might have been something almost like a waterfall, very close to where they were, they were crossing over. So he said that that waterfall, he made it such that when the water comes, it, it heaps up, right, instead of Flowing normally. Praise Jesus. Uh, so, I, I, even though the Red Sea is a sea, it's possible that Jordan, I don't know how that river was, but I'm sure that where, the, where they crossed might have been closer to the source. The current at where they crossed might, might have been very close. It might not have been the place where John was baptizing people. Yeah. <laughs> you don't, do you understand? Yeah. Uh, I've not looked, looked at the. <laughs> the geography but it might have been a different i'm sure the current at that place and god must have led them to cross at that point for a reason is to is to make sure that the strength of parting that thing that is to manifest their fullness and He put a memorial there this was the point where god was able to bring his people to pass so that place must have been a dangerous place the way they described the the river, it was a a dangerous place to cross. Praise Jesus. Now, of course, it's all metaphorical. We'll move into the New Testament very soon. Um, Well, there's something I wanted to see about the way, the wisdom of, of crossing, that what was able to make them cross was the investment over... For years, in the priesthood, right? Those priests who were the Lord was able to use to help them to cross. Those priests, they had served in the in the tabernacle, and they had served for it for a while there. To a point where the before. They would say nobody should come near the ark. Leave the ark where it is. Only Aaron can go there, and that Aaron is once a year. He can't near that place. What it means there was something going on in during over the years they were in the wilderness. That was it was an operation, something within that the tabernacle was doing to the people. The priests who were serving around the while they were serving, they were helping. Some of them maybe serve in the sanctuary. They help Aaron. They do, you know, all the service of the of the house. Somehow, in that time, the house, the the nature of the house. I don't know if the choice the word, but the because it's very. You have to be very careful when you're um, using language. I have to. I might be switching between the language of the type and the language of the actual thing, but your sense. I'm not talking about the nature of the cloth. It's a, it's metaphorical. They are describing something. That but there's something about the the nature of the house, or you can call it the holiness of the house. The the holiness of the house, the holiness of the tabernacle, was was entering into the priests. And that's what that will prove to you the the power of that priesthood. And God is powerful. God is awesome. God is wonderful. You see that task that they give them? Separate them, separate yourself from all the people. Just come around this house and we'll give you specific function. Every day, be doing this. Just be doing this. They didn't know that that thing is a wisdom. There's something that thing is doing to them. To their nature. Something was happening to them. As they were. So you mean by serving the house. What was going on inside of them? capacity was being capacity for what? Capacity for inheritance. Do you see that? Capacity for what? Inheritance was being raised in them. It means their, their holiness level was increasing as they were interacting. So as they did that for years and, and this was what, what they had to they had to really meditate. Maybe there may have been a revelation that came to Joshua. Just uh, Joshua. That he must, have, he must have seen the provision of the tabernacle. What the, the knowledge of the tabernacle. You know Joshua had been with Moses from even before he went up to get the knowledge. fact, when everybody went away, Joshua was around. I, I don't know how far Joshua went, but... That mountain area, Joshua was close, was close by in that place. Praise God. And so, so Joshua was, Joshua's fellowship, Joshua was not fellowshipping with the priests. He wasn't fellowshipping. He wasn't hanging out with the priests. He wasn't hanging out with Aaron or his, and his sons. He was hanging out with Moses. Joshua was Moses' boy. Huh? was a minister of Moses, right? So, so it means that Joshua was an evolution of Moses in a sense. So I'm trying to make you see how Joshua was thinking. He wasn't thinking he wasn't just thinking like a priest of knowledge. Joshua had a what, the sense of a shepherd too. So that's why, that's why, why, why they now the Lord began to speak to him after Moses died and everything. And I said, okay, now, now take this book of the law. You asked what book was he talking about? It must have been the archive of everything written down from Moses' dealings with God. There must have been a compilation of books that at that time. And he now said, okay, now just go and can you go and sit down? Take this book of the law. Let it not depart out of thy mouth. The reason why they use mouth here, because that's the Jewish culture of meditation. Right? Meditation to a Jew is not thinking, it's talking. As our Jews meditate, they say it. They keep saying, saying what is the word. So when they say, don't depart them out of the mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein. So you just, they just told him, take these books, go and just begin to t- sit, with, sit down with them day and night. Don't do anything. Just stay with them day and night. Are you seeing? And then, just begin to meditate on them. What was the meditate? All the wisdoms of the interaction with God and Moses, everything God gave to Moses. said, so just keep meditating on them, keep meditating on them, keep meditating. That's the, that big book, of course, is a book of knowledge. Out of that book, Tabernacle came. Out of that book, all the instruction of all the, to, to all the houses of the priests, of the Levites. You know, you know, it wasn't just building the house. God told many things too. Moses, about arranging the people, how you have to structure the order, the ordinances, not just how to raise the temple, how to arrange the nation, all the tribes, how they will be moving in, all, kind, all the wisdoms about inter- dealing with Moses and God were in that book. Oh, praise God. But God now told him that you need to take it and then keep meditating on it and stay there until you observe. That would observe what? Observe what to do. It's something you need to do, but you need to observe it from the book. But that thing, but that thing which you need to do is according to all that is written. What it means is that all that is written means is everything or what I spoke to Moses is given. So that when they are meditated upon, it will, it will raise an observation of what to do. Do you understand that? Praise God. Then, and when it says what to do, what is it that they need to do at this time? It has to do with the prosperity of their way, it means the way of the nation forward. You see, so I'm, I'm just trying to show you that where I'm getting the thought from that. This wisdom which we just read in chapter 3 of how to pass Jordan, it came from this place, this meditation of Joshua. It is because it was the prosperity of their way. How do you, how do you find the way through Jordan? It came out of everything. So you see what... So you're seeing something now. This is it's like a, it's the Holy Spirit dramatizing something how knowledge turns to inheritance uh, do you see that the, it's a process this, this Joshua 1 is to me is a classic verse of the Bible how knowledge does what the problem is that we don't know what to do with knowledge that's the thing we don't know we think it's for sharing for shining So so, so my my everything knowledge itself is righteousness. Or it's an inheritance. But it's not. It's for something. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. So you see, he got that wisdom. So the wisdom was, I'm sure while he was meditating on this, praise God, while he was meditating, you know, there are so many things about, about Joshua that you, you, should, you should sit and wonder, why did he do that? Did you see how he began to behave? After this verse, from chapter 2, wisdom of, um, you know when they crossed over, you see sending spies. Jericho. How to get the walls to fall. How, sorry, what am I saying? How God will, will how they will gain access into the city, sorry. And how, praise God. Amen. Amen. And on and on and on. And, and how they will be able to, to deal with all those nations that were arrayed in that land, They were spread across those, those lands. All the nations around that place of inheritance, none of them were ordinary nations. They are nations that you need serious, terrible wisdom. You know, everything about Joshua was a, a man of wisdom. He had, you need, those are nations that you cannot overcome by brute force. They are giants apart from giants, they are are not just foolish giants, they are wise giants. When you see the walls of Jericho, for example, who would think of building such a thing? It means that they had serious architectural strength. They're not just like brutish big guys, they are guys who are sophisticated, both upstairs and physically. So they are formidable, all those nations are formidable. Praise Jesus. So it means that the person who will lead Israel into, for inheritance, must be a way person, a person who has the, the skill and who has the grace that can surmount. He said that thou shalt uh, make your way prosperous. Must have been somebody who has come into the secret of prosperity. You know what they, when they say prosperous here, to, when you say prosper, to prosper means excel against all odds. Right? Prosper is more than just doing well. You can do well when no one is opposing you. But to prosper means against all odds. You are able to what? And thou shall have good word success. Amen. Praise Jesus. Now, anything that has to do with your, your spiritual inheritance which is inheriting the promise that God has given to your soul, will need a lot of, a lot of wisdom, a lot, a lot of tact in the spirit. When you are fighting with spirits, all Right? I described the land to you before. The, who, who, you know who the inhabitants of the land are. They are all the things that stand against you. They are these men who, they spoke to Joshua that, from now on, there shall no man be able to stand against you. Those men are natures, structures, developed things that spirit, Satan, has developed inside the souls of men to stop men from... What's the inheritance? Inheritance is life of Christ and ultimately the life of God. So everything that is between your, your current state of life now and the life which is the promise, this is the promise He has promised us, even eternal life, everything which is between your current estate or wherever you are in that land, we are all scattered in that land of inheritance, at different places. Praise God.
0: Hallelujah.
1: What is between where you are and God and the promised land in, which is God are men. You can call them men, but men means that which is framed. To, that, that which is raised up has been developed and is mature to carry on a life it is the, it's a the kind of life I a, man, a man is somebody who is complete in development right? a man is a, a man is, uh, is a house of a nature Right is a house of a nature. Is is someone who bears a nature, who stands. Is is raised. You understand. So those natures, when it's say men, what what is the purpose of this kind of men? Is to stand. They call it stand before, or stand before thee, to stand before thee. Praise God. Is is actually for to resist. The word stand before is to resist. So these are, are what Satan has raised and built up. You know, we have to be wise with all these things, eh? The, the devil doesn't like this language. He doesn't like, um, he doesn't like you taking, you're speaking English, then you are converting English, you are tearing English and pouring Bi- Bible sense inside it. You understand? What do you mean? Man is nature. Yeah, that's the only way to say it. That's how the Bible put it. You understand? So you have to accept this kind of metaphorical things. You praise God. You can have, it's not just men who are in us. Nations are in us. Nations, lands, are in us. Tribes are in us. The work that God needs to do. Do you understand? Tribes, they need to redeem us from Tribes. You might be might be hard for once, What do you mean? How do you mean tribes are in me? Yeah. If we if we take you now and we say, let's see how many kind of life variations can we generate from you. You will see that there are very many.
0: Yes, sir.
1: <laughs> and they are all inside you. <laughs> so you can deal with one, the others are still there. The right atmosphere, right? Just
0: <laughs>
1: when and where they throw you into, another one will manifest. Even if you didn't come to Canada, let say you went, it was India you traveled to. Uh, you'll be there, And uh, entire you, a different configuration will be living yeah. in that place. Another world entirely, but out of the same is invest, investment seed that was sown, you know, it can, it can manifest in different terrains. And when you, whenever you see a man, you are seeing nations inside. And that's how God sees So God knows what he's warring with, what he's fighting against. Praise Jesus. Do you agree with me?
0: Yes,
1: sir. There shall not any man be able to stand before thee where all the days of your life. So anyway, what Moses, and this is, you see the wisdoms of Moses, like, dealing with Jericho, you know, the spies and all of those things, uh, and then beginning to make war with those people and take take care of them. All the wisdoms of those things came... If you read Joshua, there's a way they, they put things. Joshua was a bit different. You saw Moses, God would say, Moses, do this. But Joshua was a bit different. He just kept doing things. It wasn't like, and then God said unto to, so God speaks to Joshua too, but it's not every, it's different. Sometimes you, you won't know why did he, okay, take pies. tell them, do this. If they come and they say this, tell them this. He just began to see wisdom. It's because of meditation. It's meditation. He, he meditated until he began to observe. He began to observe. What is, it, is he observing? Observe to do according to all that is written. So it means the things, he became, He came into a season where he can do. So do, but his doings, when you check them, they are according to all that is written. They don't violate things. That's what makes his deeds powerful. So, so Joshua was, was acting with the entire wisdom. You see everything that, you know, the season of the, of the wilderness was the season of the giving of knowledge. God went to, to just download a certain knowledge to the people. Do you see that? It's knowledge for inheritance. The place that this guy's in, they're in a dangerous terrain, it's not a terrain of Can you wait? Let us go and pray small. Or are you getting what I'm saying? It's not a a terrain of, ah, okay, we have finished the first battle. Time for the second battle. Can you guys wait a little bit? We have to go and check our books and see what kind of hour we ought to fight this time. (laughs) That's why God kept them in a certain spot. Camp around this place, man. Stay here. Download all the... By the time you're ready to move on, and take inheritance, by that time, all the knowledge inside you should have been, you should have received all the knowledge, you should have to move into a season where all your doings are now according to all that has been written. So, So you're now seeing the purpose of the priesthood or the purpose of knowledge, right, is for that. So you see, in his meditation, that's where he discovered, must have realized, okay, okay, this priest, God said the priest should be doing this every day, every day. They come, they do this, they do that. This one takes care of the shoe bread. He was seeing all those instructions that God was telling them. Then he must have, from those things, must have made an observation. Why was God telling them to keep doing this? It means that if a person has been doing this for how many years, whatever. Holiness is in that thing; must be part of him. Those are that's a sense. Do, do you understand? Those are the kind of things he began to observe as he was meditating day and night. The kind of wisdom. Oh, okay, so it means that if these guys are the beings who have been, they've been taking care of all the realms around the ark. You know, that's what the tabernacle is—is is the housing of the ark. That which carried the ark, and they've been interacting with those realms for so long. It means that after a time, it means that we can remove the clothes and then just bring the men in place of the clothes, let them carry the ark. Wow. 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 Yes, those are the kind of things they began to see. Do you realize? It's a wisdom. These are the kind of things David knew too. That when David, David's time came, David didn't need to start building, reconstructing Tabernacle when he went to bring the ark back. He knew the kind of things that need to be in place in the people that would be around the ark and he gave instruction concerning them. Do you understand what I'm saying to you? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory. So, so you see then that There was something on the people, those priests, which they had, right? They had, I don't know if I would call it assimilated knowledge. Do you see that? It's like they had digested knowledge. What digested knowledge will do is that it pushes you into, it digested knowledge brings the person or the man into possession of spiritual ability, or spiritual energy, or spiritual power. Spiritual ability, spiritual energy, spiritual power, whatever those, those things are. That in the way it manifested in, his, in this place was such that when those guys carried the ark and then they began to put their feet, they tried to put their feet on the river. The molecules of the river realize what kind of feet this is. That this kind of feet, we don't swallow this kind of people. We don't. This, do you understand what I'm saying? That this kind of people, we 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 give way to them, right? Everything. When Israel, this is by the time they began to move to inherit, by that time in this that whole realm of the land, everything, every tree, every leaf on every tree, every creature recognized them they began to feel it. Everything around that area began to feel that the owners of this place have come. Do you understand? <laughs> I don't know if I'm making sense to you. Yes, so that's why, if you go going to read the, the end of all these nations when they began to try to resist Israel, it wasn't too good for many of them. Just to put it politely. <laughs> you understand? it wasn't, It wasn't too good for For most of them. Because when you are fighting, you're not just fighting an ordinary people. You are when you are fighting, you are fight when you are fighting, you are fighting the whole of heaven together. You know why? Because the law that they digested was from heaven, it was the knowledge of heaven that God brought down to them, that they had digested. So when you're trying to fight Israel at that time, you're not fighting in heaven. You're people that even, uh, is, the, is the kings. Who are, you know kings are always proud. They can't design. After a while, their, their tale went far. All the nations, they began to hear that these people don't dare these people. You know all the people are always afraid, but kings are always strong still. They won't, ag- they won't agree. They will still go and try to fight them. Praise God, for, their, for, their, for their, the stories of Israel's conquest to be traveling, you wonder what kind of things were happening when they were fighting. And it's not because they were too many or they are too strong. These are just ordinary guys. They, were, they didn't have military training. But you see all kinds of forces. It's possible that after a while, when they are fighting, the land is fighting against the people. The trees can join them. The air can join them. The nature can, are you getting what I'm trying to say? If the waters of Jordan was, could smell these people and just stop flowing, you, what else was in their favor? Those are, These people, are, those are the ones we read in Psalm 105, right? God's mind towards them. He said, I went, as they went from one nation to another, from one people to another, I suffered no one to do, to do them wrong. but I rebuked kings for their sakes. Saying, "Touch not mine anointing." That anointing wasn't that God poured, It was any time they poured hell on all the mm-hmm. Israelites. No, they they anointed. They became anointed by virtue of their digestion of the law of
0: the anointing. Do
1: you understand? They became. It's another way of anointing. Like they call Jesus the anointed. After a while, he became the anointed one. It wasn't like that when he was just born. It wasn't the anointed one. When he became the Christ, the Christos, by the time the nature of Christ had entered, I mean, even he had digested Christ inside of him. And he became the anointed one. Do you see that? This is what they call, he read them as, verse 15, sorry, saying, Touch not mine anointed. And then do my what? My prophets, no harm. So this is what God began to say to kings. Touch not my anointed. Do my prophet, no harm. I'm sure not just kings heard it. The the terrain, nature, everything around that that place heard it. Do you understand? So this tells you something about this thing called inheritance is not a thing of power, might. Mm-hmm. It's not a thing of what power, might. It's just not. It's just not. This thing that, that the Lord said, they must say it concerning you. You see, the spirits you want to dislodge from their place, they don't hear you. They don't hear, you. they don't, they're not interested in you. They don't even fear you. Right? It's like, let's say, let's remove all these things from Israel. Just bring those people, just the way they are, and let them stand against those kind of kings and nations. They will eat them like bread, like nothing. They will be gone. That's how a Christian who is trying to buy power and might you know like no well I know what God wants. You know, it's not just to me for me to be nice in this way, for me to be good in this way, for me to you know do you know the way you can summarize. You know Pastor Tolu was talking it's not just okay submission, yeah I can that we can get that done. That's not a small thing. Praise God. Oh, praise Jesus. But we don't know that the, this terrain is 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 a terrain of Praise God. Um, to inherit what God wants to you, to give to you. It's not easy for the soul to let go of his own life and come in towards another life. Praise Jesus. So this inheritance, must be, must, there must be something at work on your behalf when it has to do with inheriting what God has for your soul, there must be what? Something must be at work where, something must be at work on your behalf. Now, the, the, inheritance first there's an inheritance first for the inheritance. There's a the season of inheritance for the inheritance. Which is, there's the, which is the first inheritance. The, there's what you call the first what? Inheritance. inheritance. The first inheritance. Which you, you will begin to find Wherever the soles of your foot treads upon, where the sole of your feet treads upon, it will be given to you. There's a first inheritance that you now need for the inheritance or for the land which has been sold to your fathers to give you. Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. So that the first inheritance, the first inheritance,
0: first inheritance.
1: when you, the door of faith is open to your soul, and, you are, and the, the, the world of inheritance is open to you, what is the first thing you begin to, to accumulate? It's called grace. Grace. Say grace. 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 Say grace.
0: Grace.
1: Grace is what? The first thing. What That's the first thing you find in the land of inheritance. Yes. That's the first thing that your soul must be, you must have, you must, it's the first bounty you must gather in your journey in the spirit. It is, so to get the actual inheritance of God is grace. Yes, sir. You must be so loaded with grace. If I want to describe what those priests have, even though you might feel like it doesn't align with, with, with you, know, you know we say that, that, um, Grace came by Jesus. I agree. I
0: agree.
1: Some people do not like it. Why are you trying to bring grace to the Old Testament? I'm just I'm not telling you, I'm telling you what are they showing. Right. The operation of you raising your foot and what is under giving way, not because it's not the feet that's making the thing give way. There's something that is that is announcing to the water that the feet is coming. And these feet mustn't touch you. <laughs> you must have left before the feet arrive. Do you get what I'm saying? That's grace. Right. Grace is energy of the spirit. The ability is power of the spirit. The ability of the spirit. Are you seeing now So what was fighting, you see those Amorites, Jebusites, what was fighting against those nations?
0: Grace.
1: Grace. Grace. You know, normally what what fights war is power and might, but it's all in Zechariah, they say, it's not by power nor by might, by my spirit. By my spirit. Then that place, that Zechariah said, he brought the headstone with shoutings of what? Grace, grace, grace to eat. Praise Jesus. When you are, they are opening the the world of the spirit to you. Is that the first thing which faith, the doorway of faith, will bring to your soul? Is to it will it will open up the channels for grace to flow into you. That's what faith does. Firstly, faith will open up the channel in your heart for grace to flow. Without faith, you cannot have grace. Right? Anybody who doesn't walk by faith will be graceless. Without, without faith, you can access grace. But when you begin to operate, by, operate faith, the first thing faith will want to bring and pour into your soul is grace. So, It means that walking by faith makes you gracious. It makes the soul gracious. Romans chapter five, verse one. Therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with who? With God. Through our Lord Jesus Christ. By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. Praise God. From verse 1, it says, being justified by faith, therefore being justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. us okay, By whom also we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And then rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Are you are this hope of glory. There's something about hope of glory. Say hope of glory. Hope of glory. Go and read the entire new Old Testament. New Testament, sorry. Whenever they speak about, and there are many places where they speak about the hope of, of God's glory, or they speak about the glory of God. They never speak about glory relative to knowledge. Glory does not reside in the knowledge world. Glory resides in the world of inheritance. Do you get what I'm trying to say? The, when they, whenever they speak of glory, the language is always different, always. They can be talk about revelation, how you will know God, you have understanding everything. They won't talk too much about glory. But when they want to speak about glory, they begin to mention things like sufferings. Long sufferings, different languages means the route to glory is an entirely different world. Entirely, do you see that? No, so and that's exactly what they are speaking here in this verse, um, Romans chapter 5. It says, By whom we have access, it says, access. By faith, we've talked about this. That faith is access, right? To faith, we understand. Praise God Hallelujah. that faith is an access into grace. All right. All right. But what it, grace is? A standing. It's another stand. There's, you can you can stand in knowledge, but you can another person can stand in grace. It's another standing entirely. Wow. Wow. But. Is a standing that you come into through faith or by faith. You gain access into gracious stand by faith. That we have access by faith into this grace wherein we stand. And because we are standing in grace, you're, when you're standing in grace, wherein we stand, it's only someone who is standing in grace that can have hope of the glory of God. Because that hope of God's glory only appears inside this world of grace. Right? The world of grace is also the world or the realm of inheritance. Then see the next verse. And not only so, but we glory in tribulations. Also knowing that tribulation, walketh what? Patience. And then patience, what? Experience. Experience what? Hope. Verse five, and hope make another shame because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is what? Given unto us. Praise Jesus. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Are we blessed today?
0: Yes.
1: So what does faith bring, give you access to? Grace. Grace. You need to know that. We are, so they are showing you uh, the door. Do you understand what they are, what they are doing for you? Yes. Maybe you might not see it. They are teaching you the crossover method. Mm. Yeah. Some people might be saying, ah, this inheritance, inheritance, inheritance. How do we, hey, hey, ah, ah. What, so does it mean how? We stop hearing knowledge, or what is this inheritance? How can we move there, how can we live there? This is it, this is it. We've taught, we've dwell on that faith aspect. Uh, and how do we say faith comes? By what is hearing? What is hearing? What is mean of hearing voice? Remember when I taught that the after, I said that the Holy Ghost will go and teach you the rest. They did teach you the rest. Because <laughs> 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 I felt I got to the limit to what I can teach. Some of those things, the Holy Spirit has to interpret the rest of them to you. What is hearing of faith? Here, which is dif- different from understanding. Like I said, it's, it's sound. It's like, a, it's like when, when there is the Lord's voice is coming what it awakens in the, in the heart are you getting me? not everybody gives themselves to that so much, I just want to get the nugget yeah, point A he said this, point B but not hearing faith whenever you're listening you must hear faith hear the faith that is being spoken praise God you should be skilled at Gaining faith, when you come to a meeting like this, don't go without faith. Don't go with the same faith level you came But there's the way you will sit here, right? Way you, uh, praise God. You know, minds are very different. Some, some souls, and that's why we are, we, you must know your own weaknesses and war against your own weaknesses. Some people are more naturally disposed towards that but some are, more, are less naturally disposed because of the inheritance you, are, you have. You have a different inheritances. Praise God. Some, because of, when I say inheritance, you know what I mean? I mean your yes, frame, your genetics, your, how your mind works, how your brain works, how you think. Certain hormones are more in you, you than others. Some other people have other hormones that, praise God. There are some hormones that hardly your body hardly secret because those valves are locked by some genetic arrangements. You need plenty of spirit to open those valves to make you be able to easily flow with certain things. You know what I mean? This thing we are talking about, it's not, it's, there's war here. Let, let me tell you guys, it's fight. Everybody be fighting against your own things. You understand? There's no secret. Anybody who has come to a place where... They are able to excel and make journey in God's things. They fought certain things. They fought. There's nobody who went far in God who didn't have an excuse not to. Are you getting what I'm saying? You know, that's why you always feel like, ah, like ah, I wish I was like that. See, you don't know what his own things are. <laughs> nobody is free. That's the only thing you should just know in this world. Nobody, nobody is free. Everybody has their own. They shared it, it's inheritance. Every family has their own, every village, every tribe, they have their own things. It's, it's just deal with your own, that's all. Find your own and do what? Deal with your own things. So like I said, this faith area, some, some people might be, the faith one might not be that difficult. Some people, is, is that knowledge in part that's very difficult to be able to receive knowledge might be difficult, but when the faith area, you understand, might be a bit easy. Do you understand? Then some is in in the operations of grace that difficulty might come. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I'm saying? So what I was saying in, in that everybody can come to a meeting, it doesn't mean everyone is hearing faith. Some, have come, some hear faith by default. Some have to war against other things. You understand? Why, what are the easy things that can stop someone from hearing faith? Simple. This color, why is that word black? Hmm. Are you getting what I'm saying? Why, somebody else might come here for months, I don't even know the color of the wall. Or all the, are you getting, being too physically not present, too, right? If the preacher made a, a language mistake, you can tell you at this time during the message, at that hour, he said so, so, and so on, because they are more in tune to such things. It can be a genetic something. It can be just how you are how framed, Maybe not just genetic, but maybe your family. How you guys are? You guys, you criticize everything. You, you understand? Maybe you are raised that way. It's not your fault. That's just your inheritance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you understand? <laughs> Some other families, they don't create, they, Everything is welcome. Hey, every you can they accept all kinds of people. People are different. There are many things, so so it's just that whatever your own is, as if you are not hearing faith, war against it. Souls are different. Some souls it can be gloominess, just gloomy. Once you wake up, you wake up at seven a.m. before you actually wake up, it's three in the <laughs> afternoon. So do you understand? <laughs> it's just something about you, you know. You just you don't wake up till like afternoon. The whole morning is just... What I mean is that you can function, you know, basic things. Walk, type, phone call, yeah, yeah, that's it. Okay, I agree, yeah. Meeting, hmm, da, da, that, But you are still sleeping. You have not woken up. Maybe it's around in the afternoon. <sighs> what a, this is the day the Lord has made.
0: I will rejoice.
1: You just realize that this is a new day because in your feelings, your emotions, you've not woken up. You're always gloomy in the morning, all kinds of things. So if you fall into that category, it's possible that forget any morning meeting, life meeting, 10 you just you just show up. Dance, sit down, message. And maybe it's when you are going home, you'll be waking up. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> what a nice Saturday.
0: <laughs>
1: Do you understand?
0: There
1: are many things, many things. <laughs> but there's no excuse. Say, so, oh, I'm just, I'm not a morning person. See,
0: see. There's
1: nothing like that. Uh, yeah, there's nothing like that. If I don't know where that issue is. That issue might be, it might just be a soul thing, your, the way your mind, when I say, I don't want to say mind now, maybe the way your soul disposition is, you're not used to being active in the morning, so you take it. Or it might even be a thing where you are emotionally conditioned, such a way, no matter what the answer is, there's an answer. Yes. You know, sometimes that thing of, ah, I'm just like, my, it's my, my brain and uh, my emotions. You feel like you are, you are doomed to whatever it is. It's a lie. There's nothing that can be corrected in your body. There's nothing, nothing. You see, the, the body is a servant of your soul. Your soul is a servant of your spirit. Once the spirit tells the soul, we're not doing it this way anymore. There's nothing in the soul. Everything to rewrite the soul is in the spirit. Same thing, everything to rewrite your body is in your soul. <laughs> everything.
0: have God. Violence, violence! I hear violence in my spirit. Violence against my kingdom. Violence against the land of inheritance that I want to bring you to. Violence, violence, violence! I hear violence, violence. This is violence. It is violence. It is violence. It is violent. It is violent. It is violent. It is violent. They come to fight everything and every area that would cost you to come to me. That would cost you to come home. I hear violence are hear violence? They are violent spirit. They are violent spirit. They are subtle and violent spirit. They are subtle and violent spirit. Even in their subtility it is violent. They come to violate you. They come to violate you. They have come. They come to violate you. They come to make you be norm and be okay where you are as your inheritance. But no, it, that is not your inheritance. There is a way of grace. There is is a way of grace that even in the violence, there is grace. uh, There is grace for to walk. There is grace for to find way. the violence, violence, violent, violent spirit that stand against the coming into my kingdom, that stand against your inheritance, they are violent spirit. But I come to show you another way. I come to show you another way that even, 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 even in the person that you think you are now, there is a way that you can transition and become comfortable in the way of grace and become comfortable in the way of grace. You can stay and abide in the way of grace, for that is the way of my land of inheritance. I am coming to fight violent spirits against you, but it is by grace. It is by grace. It is by my grace. I am full of grace, and I bring you grace to defeat violent spirits. Amen. Praise God
1: thank you Jesus praise God so I'm trying to let you see that um, there is no God doesn't give anyone an excuse God is no respecter of persons so there's nobody that will say God I didn't inherit eternal life and God will say, Why? With all the time we gave you on the earth. And you say, Because of my, my temperament. I am temperamentally not different. So I couldn't flow with the kind of season, the kind of, you say, God, you know who I am. I am a, uh, a melancholic kind of. So you see that charity something, that thing is for sanguineish people. So I'm not, this. you know what I'm saying, such things, God doesn't, those things, God doesn't respect anything like that. Because God knows that. He knows that you are more powerful than that. Do you understand that you are more powerful than what? Than that. Even the inward man can change the outward man. The inward man can transform the outward man. Same way the inner man can transform the inward man. Right? You have a house, you don't like the way it looks. You paint it, change the curtain of the paint, change the furniture, change, it's your house, man. You, you can, you don't, if, you don't, if you don't like a gloomy color, you paint it a brighter color. If it's too dull, put music, play a soundtrack, it's your house. Your body is your house. The house should not, be, the, should not own you. You should own the house. The house shouldn't be telling you this, that, we're not doing this today. No, you say, shut up.
0: The
1: <laughs> one who tells you what, what we do and not do. <laughs> That's how you read it. Praise God. If you go with my own temperament, I shouldn't be standing here with, talking to you today. This should be the last on the list of all the things I could potentially do. This should be the last thing, based on my temperament, my own personality. Praise God, do you agree? (laughs) (laughs) You don't agree? Maybe you don't, should have met me when I was 18 years old, when I just came to Canada as a young person. I was a shy, I'm sure I was the shyest person in the whole university. I couldn't even talk. If, I can, if I'm talking to you, I can never look at your face. I just have to find a way to manage to just talk. And even when I'm talking, my voice doesn't come out loud. It's always... Even when I try, it doesn't, it doesn't happen. I was, I was timid and I was... I was only, only just shy. I was very timid. Praise God. And, that's, and that was my temperament. It was actually almost like a problem, you know. Before I came, because, and that was the problem my dad had, um, I think after, because I was in boarding house, Then when I was finished boarding house, I came back home. You know, boarding house, you're always in school and everything, but when I came back, my dad now really saw me, was looking at me. Because you know, you start getting to a certain age, the parents start thinking, trying to see you as a man, or how you will be as a full person, and it just wasn't adding up, man. I like My dad, and I me, mean, I could feel it, that this man was a bit disappointed, you understand? Because that, back then, when he takes me out, you know, and you know, I was, you know, trying to get admission, different, so, so he has to take, to, take, he had to take me out sometimes. Praise God! And he just said, yeah, I, could, I could tell, her I'm disappointed, this man. <laughs> you know? And he just, okay, so why can't you just talk, just, just express yourself, just say what, do just say what you want to say. Why, why don't you? It was, it was a problem. I was timid and I was, I was timid, I was shy, I, was, I had no self-confidence. I was, I was just, that was my own person, praise God. Um, amen. But when it comes to God, you have to be able to see, don't sacrifice your spiritual destiny for your temperament, it's not what,
0: you understand? Yes.
1: Glory to God. Hallelujah. You have to be able to break free from limiting uh-huh. you know that thing kind of not flowing with people you know, after some time you have to learn you have to learn how to go and visit somebody stay in your house, stay with them at some point, that was the last thing I want to do. I want to just be by myself, go to work, go to school, come back to my... I, always live, I used to live in the basement every time. All my rooms are always basement rooms, so I'm just there <laughs> and do my own thing. But at some point, the Spirit of God began to talk. I began to understand, you know, this is not right. It doesn't align with the... Praise God, reading Hagen books, reading, reading Love, The Way to Victory, reading all those things. I began to say, no, no, man, this thing... It's not, it doesn't conform with the life of the spirit. Nice. That I, I, should, I, should be, I should be able to have relationships that deep, I should be able to, to have, as much as I'm shy and self-confident and ashamed of myself, of my, of my being and existence, I was ashamed of my existence, but I, I still have to be able to have a relationship with someone and be vulnerable in that relationship such a way that it is real. Those are things because why? Because I could see those things in the spiritual man. They are not in my, my nature, but they are in the spiritual man. So who, who should I obey? The spiritual man. So I began to pray. I began I just be, pray, Lord. Okay, you have to feel me, feel me, feel me. that There should be so much love in me for all my brother brethren that I don't I don't, my, my personality should not be a thing at all. I should be drunk with love. Pray, I kept praying that thing, just a prayer, a prayer. I can't remember how long I kept praying that prayer. You know sometimes when you pray something, you won't know when it starts happening. you be like, ah, oh, I was praying. This is something I was praying for for Yes, It was a problem. But God blessed me, God blessed me with awesome people, awesome friends. Praise God. I remember the first day that they told me to come on. It was prayer. They said I should lead. It wasn't even preaching. Jesus that day. When pastor, because it was something we call it contact twelve. Then it means we come to church, we stay twelve hours and pray. So people have to be leading prayers, you know, constantly. So when my pastor put my knee, I was like, hey, "This man, this man doesn't know what is." Are you feeling? led? Is this God telling you this? <laughs> so you have made a, mis- a te- deadly mistake. You don't know what to have for. <laughs> <laughs> Praise God. Yeah. You know, and by the time I, when I, I took the mic, I was going there. I was dead. You know what I mean by dead? I, was not, I wasn't present. I was just, body was just walking. <laughs> <laughs> Glory to God! And then instead of preaching, I said, "Kai, let me just can I just sing a song?" So I didn't, I tried to sing a song, and when I sang the song, the key I entered into, when I entered the first note to sing the second note, you know when you you are seeing? Your voice is nothing is coming out.
0: <laughs>
1: Praise God! And it was like. It was maybe sometimes, I think sometimes in high stress moments, your body has a way of managing the stress. Some part of your brain will shut down, so it won't record what happened. (laughs) So, I I don't have a memory of what actually happened, but somehow. (laughs) Uh. Maybe the stress was too much. For me not to pass out, maybe they just. My body just arranged it so that I forgot you. So that's it. That's where I'm coming from. You know what I mean. <laughs> Praise Jesus. <clears throat> <coughs> glory to God. <laughs> but you have to know that God is bigger than you. Sometimes he won't frame you in a weak way so that, so that he will have the glory, so that he can... So, so his strength can be made perfect in your word, in your, in your weakness. Sometimes God, when you are so introverted, in the way God sees you, God, you will be the most charitable soul. But God wants you to come by the Spirit, so you won't. So you won't think it's your nature, it's your that you are you flow with everybody. It's not. It's not that. It's, You know, it's a spirit at work. This is spirit. Now when I see my wife right now, because you guys might not know, I've known her before. I, I'm just seeing a work of grace. Do you understand what I mean? A complete work of grace. Complete from beginning to the end. With a lot of things that she's doing now are opposite to her temperament. They're like at the other extreme of what she would. That things that normally she would not even have heart to even imagine herself. But by the grace of God, God is able to work out things and bring out things for himself, for his own glory. You know, I'm speaking to all, we're all young people here, so these are the kind of plagues that we have. When the Lord will talk to you and say, look at you I just forget. You see other people, that, you see all these things, forget about yourself, you just go and stay in your little corner. This is your own limitation. It's a lie. You must be strong. See the spiritual man. That's the standard. Follow it. As you are pursuing the standard, there are many you that will, you will be evolving. You will, be evo- you will evolve many, 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 many many times. So don't be too afraid. Be used to evolving. Just know, once they show you a standard that's not your, your, you, that should never be a problem. God is the one who will bring you to that place praise Jesus say faith so you have to be able to receive faith hear faith, faith cometh by hearing faith cometh by what? cometh by hearing The, the first time I heard the word of righteousness kind of teaching I was like what's the meaning of this? How can someone be opening his mouth and be talking and all these kind of things will be coming out? How do you even see Bible like this? How can, how can, how can? Do you understand what I mean? How can the Bible be talking like this? Do you understand? Even understanding what's being said can be like a mountain. And I really, is there a time when I can be able to put together all these things? There's many, 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 many things. It will seem insurmountable. But don't look at that. Just follow what? There is, a, there is among God the many things that have been said, there is a faith you must hear. Do you understand? It? You must be able to be skilled at hearing faith. Right? What, is that? what is hearing faith? It's not... Mental accent with everything that has been said, faith is the is a victorious nature. Right? It's it's like you are you are already your is a nature that substance of things hope for evidence of things not seen, evidence of things not seen. Praise God! It is. Is nature faith is the ability to be comfortable with that thing which is unseen. That thing which is sitting in the realm of a hope, which is not used, it's not your own native kind of language or thing. But you can you can shift into a comfort with it. It hasn't opened up fully, but it's allow your soul to the Holy Spirit to bring you into a comfort with it. Do you understand? You can have to people; they don't both understand. But one has faith, the other doesn't. Concerning that thing, how will you tell the difference? This one, yet, though yet he understands, there's something inside this, yet believing, right? Though you see him not yet believing, means that the soul has, is comfortable with that thing in a certain way. And it's able to. Is able to, Because of that, he is able to hold the hope. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Is that kind of posture that gives that that makes you makes grace able to come to you? Praise Jesus. Hallelujah. It makes what able to come to you. It makes grace able to come to you. So you see that faith season, say faith. So the season of faith, we saw saw that Ephesians chapter one. I said, faith is not understanding, right? But the moment you have faith, the next thing is you will understand. That's why, because faith unlocks these spirits. It helps create the environment for a rest of spirits that will will import understanding. Why do you need to understand? Because you need understanding for grace. Do you you see it? Because understanding is key. Going back to Joshua. Right, is see that, that thing of understanding that he had to keep meditating, meditate, daring, daring, day and night, so that he may observe to do. Ah. So, when you have observed to do, right, that, in that word, observe to do, is not more than just a light bulb going up, it's another thing entirely. It's, it's how to separate this, the observation and doing. It is a, It is. This is called gracious revelation. This is the. This is also. It's also knowledge, but it's a, it's knowledge in the realm of inheritance. It's not. It's not knowledge outside inheritance. Knowledge outside inheritance can be attained even without faith and grace, but it amounts to nothing. It's just not what you know. It won't lead to inheritance. Nothing. It will just be flat. And it will not, it won't tamper with your nature. It will just be something that's sitting there that you know. But this one is different. When you see, when you begin to observe to do, see that word observe to do, eh? you can just take that word and let that be your goal in life. That you want to live where you're observing to do. This is the feeling of, what, of when you have observed to do. It's when you see that thing, which you, so what you need to do and you are, you are able to sense the ability to do it. Right, it's, it's a beautiful moment. That's the most awesome moment in your, in your Christian walk. Those are moments you live for where you're able to observe. Ah, okay, this is what we need to do here. And then it's not just, it's not sitting as a burden of a task to do, it is, it is a pleasure. To do why because of because grace is present. Praise Jesus! Hallelujah. These Israelites who were fighting war, when God has raised them to a particular point, they didn't even know that war was going on, they were just moving. So they cannot be sleeping, eating, and all, what was going on, heaven is warring for them. Everyone is dealing with fierce, deadly nations. They didn't even know. When Balaam was trying to curse them, do you think they knew someone was. Someone is trying to curse. Them. Hey, all Israel, that's, look at that mountain. Someone is trying to curse us there. I begin to pray. His curse, you know. You know we are the ones who turn it to prayer point. That every divination, there's no divination. It wasn't a prayer point. Was God, God was just saying it. In fact, it was the prophet himself who wanted to curse them, who was saying it. Wow. Is there any enchantment against Jacob? Any divination against Israel? Is the guy who was supposed to be cursing them. So it wasn't prayer point. We were the ones who prayed as prayer point. But it wasn't, Israel wasn't praying. There's no enchantment against Jacob. There's no. You understand what I mean? They didn't know someone was even trying to curse, curse them. So Can you, can you curse the people who God has blessed? Why? Because of their, their alignment with knowledge. The arrangement, are you getting what I'm trying to show you here? This is that's a, that's a, They, were, they become a, it became a graceful nation. Graceful, gracious, without knowing why they are sleeping. The God of heaven was fighting for them. All of heaven was warring on their behalf while they were asleep. That's the life of a gracious. When you are walking in grace, there are many things you don't even think about. You don't even think about a lot of things. What you eat, what you wear, you don't even think about. Heaven will be thinking about those things. It's a gracious life. Gracious life. Do you understand? Praise Jesus. So what did I say? That... You have faith, but what faith does is the first thing faith does, like Paul was praying for them, right? He said that he will, he will give unto you the suite of wisdom and what? Revelation in the knowledge of him. In the knowledge of him, another kind of knowledge. The eyes of your understanding, all these things will happen, they are faith operations. Be enlightened that you might then know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of what is, what? Inheritance, in the sense, you begin to see them by the spirit of wisdom, revelation. Now when revelation begins to come to you in that order, what will it do? It it gives you the, the raw, Material that you just need to add an attitude to for there to be an eruption of grace. Praise Jesus. First Peter. Chapter 1, verse 7. The trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perished through be tried with fire, and be found unto praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus. Okay? Whom having not seen you love, though whom though now you see him not, yet believing. You do what? Rejoice with what? Joy unspeakable and full. Praise God. Go back. Have you seen this yet believing? This joy unspeakable, full of glory, this is, this is not a rejoicing in the world of knowledge or in the realm of just knowledge. When I say knowledge now, you have to know what I mean. I mean in the realm of just knowledge, outside the scope of inheritance. This one is another kind of joy. It is joy that is unspeakable. You can speak knowledge, but you can't speak this one. That is a kind of joy which you can't tell. It it's because it's highly spiritual. It is full of glory. It is the kind of joy that believing brings to you. Faith opens door into this kind of joy. I in this joy arena. Actually, is a is a the. <laughs> Alright uh, now faith is a is a world of certain kind of joys. They are joyful experiences. Everything from faith is joyful. In a in a kind of this joy is not joy of most holy, it's a kind, it's talking about an, an, an operative joy. An experience within the soul. Right? When you are when you are in faith, everything becomes joyful. The the revelation, wisdom and revelation, there are spirits we have that have taste of joy with them. Counsel might. They have their own kind of. Are you getting what I'm saying? Yes, okay, with joy unspeakable, full of glory. Verse 9. Amen. We have to round up right now. says, so receiving the word and So you will then be receiving the, the end of your faith, which is the word salvation of your soul. Verse 10. Of which salvation the prophets have inquired and said diligently, who prophesied of the grace that should come to you. Praise God. Of which salvation the prophets have did, done what, inquired. What did they prophesy about? The grace that should do what? So in this order, everything they are speaking here now is in the order. And when, whenever they mention trying of faith, know that they are not talking about word of knowledge. Such things, they don't mention such things in just knowledge world. Try what? Why Try faith. Knowledge world is just learn faith. This is the scripture of faith. These are the revelations of faith. What what is trying? What's there to try faith? You only talk about trial when the soul is trying to inherit that thing. (laughs) Are you seeing that? So everything in this chapter, they are speaking in the realm of inheritance. So So prophecy concerning inheritance is actually about the grace that should come to you. We always think in that sense think in terms of always look for grace that should come to you. There's always a grace that should come to you. The purpose of, of prophecy is to talk concerning that grace. Quickly, let's run through verse 11 very quickly. Searching what, or what manner of time? The spirit of Christ, which was in them, did signify when it testified beforehand of the sufferings of Christ. And then what? The glory that should follow. The sufferings of Christ, the now you know that when they say suffering, these are all in the inheritance world, right? We know suffering, there's a glory that should follow suffering, like I said before. But from, to, from suffering to glory is through a pathway of grace. Yes. Yes. Right? Yes, that Ephesians call it the, glo- the praise of the glory of His grace. Do you see that? The praise of His word? glory. Anything that is not gracious can never be glorious. Anything that will bear God's glory must have been a work of grace, a product of grace. It's not every suffering that's gracious. You can suffer yourself. Your foolishness can make you suffer. Your stupidity can make you suffer. You can suffer in the hand of the devil. Suffering can come in different... That's not a hard thing. To to suffer is not hard. You understand? (laughs) This sufferings, is called sufferings of Christ. Is, is the suffering which the, the, in the, is the for the purpose of salvation or inheritance such sufferings are gracious. You see someone suffering, where well, they are suffering graciously. You can even envy their suffering because it's, it's too beautiful. Because of, if you have a kind of eyes, if you are if you are worldly, you would disdain the suffering. But if there's a, if you have an eyes of inheritance, wow. I, you will, can I I suffer like this? Why? Because you you will to smell the glory that that suffering is going to deliver to the soul. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Praise God, go on. Beforehand, the suffering of Christ, the glory that should follow. Unto whom it was revealed that not unto themselves, but unto us that they minister the things which are now reported unto you by them that have preached the gospel unto you, with the Holy Ghost sent down from heaven, which things the angels do what? Desire, to look into. Okay, let's go on quickly. Wherefore then, do what? Get up the, the loins of your mind. Be sober. This is the attitude. Do you see that? This is the attitude that you add to what? Revelation. Get up the loins of your mind, be sober, and hope to the end for the what? The grace that is to be brought unto you at the word revelation of Jesus Christ. When you are in in, in faith arena and and revelation begin to come, it's for the purpose of a grace that should come to you. Like Joshua was meditating on and getting revelation, it was for the grace that should come to them in, in a type, type of grace. It's a grace that should come to you, that should be brought to you, Grace that is to be brought unto you at the word revelation of Jesus Christ. Praise God. So you will will prosper in revelation, you will increase in revelation. But because you are are passing through the doorway of faith, and what they mention here, see this sobriety. What is sobriety? Sobriety means. Without the, the wine of the world, meaning without drunkenness of the world, is when anybody who is sober is drunk in the, with the spirit. Do you get what I'm saying? The soul is not meant to exist without wine. When you say you are not sober, it means that you have the world's wine in you. This is not sobriety to the, to the spirit, wine of the Spirit. It's so bad to the world. But they would have poured out the emptied the world's wine from you, and poured the wine of the Spirit to you. These are sometimes Bible, you have to read it in, the, in this way for you to understand. So, this sobriety is a sobriety. Like when you are, when you are in the season of revelation, guys who want to shine with revelation, they don't have this sobriety, they push revelation with worldliness. Right, just wow, wow, what a world, what a this, what a that. It's not, it's nothing to do with what they want to become, well, how the kind of change God wants in them, the transformation, the death, the suffering, no, it's just
0: wow, what a world,
1: pastor. Wow. What, I get what I'm saying, in fact, when you give them a revelation, they can see the next evolution of it. Ah, oh, this world, this, Jesus is not kamakia. the kamakia. I get what I'm saying there. Too much, too much, so much drunkenness. But it's not the spirit. It's not every time the revelation lands, and they shout, whoa! It's not that every time, that whoa is spirit. Sometimes it can be drunkenness, it can be worldliness. Some, I get what I'm saying, some revelation. Amen. It's, it's only when, it's when instruction comes, you now realize what they have been shouting this whole time, that it wasn't the spirit that has been making them shout. Praise Jesus. So we have to be careful. Always be careful of what wine is in you. Whenever you you incense a kind of wine, when you are wound up, wine is to wind you up. When you are wound up about something, check, it's it's about your your motive of your heart, is to check the, the fountain of your wine. That sweet feeling you are having, where is it coming from? Is it from the world? Or what is it from the Lord? Praise the Lord. So this sobriety is the kind of is your is your is the drink that you that you are you are sipping on the table of Revelation is sobriety. When you are sober, you will be judging right. Someone who is not sober who a Revelation is lost. Will pick it up. And the worldly wine will pick it up and it will convert it into an in his armory of all his revelations to share and to talk about. That's the worldly wine. But somebody who is, who is sipping on the wine, the right wine of the spirit, what does that wine make you drunk about? You are intoxicated with the hope of glory. So every, so every revelation registers well you know, is how does it register? Does it register as, wow, oh, exciting, or does it register as a, a weapon against the inhabitants of your soul? Yes. Are you seeing the revelation with the sight of, in, of what you want to become or as your of your inheritance? That's the sobriety in the season of revelation. If you can, when in faith, Come under the season of revelation with this sobriety, you will just begin to see gushers of grace. You're, you're, you will become so gracious. How will we know you are gracious? You'll be doing difficult things easily. Easily. Hey, can you bear with this sister? She has a. You know, no problem, easily. Whereas that kind of thing, when I've tried 10 other brothers and sisters, they excuse, all kind of excuses. Don't worry, you know, next time we'll do all kinds of things because it's hard to bear that thing. But when there's so much, before they brought the situation to you, you've been dealing with such things. Your heart has been expanded already by revelation to give room for such dealings. Are you getting what I'm trying to say? Because you've been, you've been handed revelation with sobriety. When you are not sober, when revelation comes, you will not be thinking of your change. You will think about many, th- many other things. You will be thinking about your own brother's change. I do you hear that message today? I'm <laughs> ah, so, so heady too. You are not sober. You are not sober. You are not sober. Be sober. Guard up the loins of your mind. God, this is the attitude. This is the attitude. Imagine hearing the Lord bringing revelation upon this kind of heart. Sober, girded up. Girded up. Means every thought that God brings, you are able to take it and and apply it towards your journey of inheritance. Change will not be hard though. When we see you next year, you'll be on another level
0: entirely.
1: your, your, Your fruit will be discernible. It will, be, it will be so nice smelling to the Lord. The father will tell the son, can we go on around, look at that little child of ours. Don't you, doesn't this one delight you on the earth? The way that they have chosen, how they have given their heart to inherit all that we are. Praise God. These things, they will be yours.
0: Amen.
1: I don't know, I know. It's what Jesus is full of. that He wants to pour into you. Graces, full of grace and truth. Praise Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lord, we give you praise. Thank you. Lord, these are your secrets, Jesus. We are drinking from you. I'm very convinced that. We are drinking out of you. These are the things you knew on the earth. These were your secret. This is how you overcame sin and death. You knew these things. You knew faith. You knew what to do with revelation. As your Father kept revealing to you, you excelled in grace. You grew in grace. You increased in grace. You appropriated instruction. Alright. To raise your vessel. Father we ask that you will help us. To follow the footsteps of your son. That. Cause his grace to come to us. I pray that no one will struggle. Won't struggle in the. Journey of inheritance. That the spirit of meditation. has came upon Joshua. To meditate day and night. And will begin to observe to do according to all that is written your commandments thank you help us Lord make our way prosperous prosper our way give us good success thank you our Father Lord Holy Spirit help every heart to come into the full acknowledgement understanding establishment of this thought let it Add it to all the other things which you've been building. Help it to find this place. Help it to be interpret our own, our own hearts inwardly. And, oh God, I pray, Lord, the grace for right appropriation of this truth. Grant it to every soul. Amen. Thank you, our Father. We give all the glory to your holy name. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Praise God. God bless you.
0: You will speak.